When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I want to shout out all the troops, the people that fought hard for our freedom that we have today. The people who lost their lives, sacrificed everything, left their families. What up, Tommy? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's about more than the barbecue, I'll tell you that. Everyone I in my world is talking about where you going this weekend. And I'm like, honey, I'm going to go to the grave and pay my respects to the... No, you're not. Yes, I am. Okay. Am I going to Vegas? No. Are we going to be at some pool turning up? No. No, we most certainly will not. But we're not going to a fucking cemetery either. Who said? The Veterans <laughs> Cemetery is five miles away from UCLA. Okay. Not even. Okay. It is in UCLA. Okay. I doubt I'll see you there. But I'm from Virginia, Washington, D.C. If I want to go and you know those statues where the people are, um, what's the one where they're falling over each other? Iro, Iwo, Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. Yeah. You shouldn't have had to tell me. It was in my head. I was testing you. Oh, thank just you. want to know if you know. Yeah, Arlington Cemetery is close to where you're from. That's the. I cemetery. was born in Arlington Hospital. For look anyone at, who wants to stalk me, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> well, look at that. hey, happy birthday to, to you, Lisa Forrester. Shout out, happy birthday. Yeah, Lisa. Sorry, we were supposed to call you. We're going to call you. I just we my wife and I have been crossing each other. We're two ships passing in the night. Yes. So we haven't had a chance to like actually call you, but we definitely will. And sorry we missed your birthday. I hope you have a very, very happy birthday. Lisa was worried because last week the pod didn't come out till later because uh, we fell asleep and we didn't give the final <laughs> approval to our editor in time. So it didn't come out till a little later. And she was nervous that something was up with the pod. Everything's fine. We just, uh, we're sleepyheads. Welcome, you dreamy dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. Hey, we're your married, favy, <laughs> hubby and wifey. I don't know. I want to add an eye to everything today. Okay. Um, I hope I don't get under your skin. I know I'm not a lot on the eyes right now. I just came straight from class at 45 classes. So I probably look a little cuckoo, but I'm happy. The endorphins are flowing. Good. I mean, the all the good uh, hormones are coming out. <laughs> They're rising to the top. You know, when you when you talk about the episode last week didn't come out on time, I thought about it and I was like, you know, it's funny how how much we're always racing for like time and fitting it all in, you know? It's never like, oh, 
wow, I could do all of this. No, no, no. The, I have a habit of over scheduling myself. Like I will think that from 6am to noon that I could probably do like maybe close to double of what I actually can accomplish. Since I read that book, Miracle Morning, uh, Hal Elrod, it's very good for those that you know like to read. It's a good book. I've been doing Miracle Morning, so I, I've been getting a shit ton done in the morning. But that's just because I've been getting up much earlier. I mean, to the point of we fell asleep and didn't get the episode in on time. That yeah, part of it. Well, no, normally you I, and I doing things together is gonna is that's one of the things. The pod is we actually have to. Normally, be I fall asleep and you do it with her, but this time you fell asleep, so that kind of fucked everything up. Oopsie. Yeah, it is Oopsie. what it is. Is what it is. It Oopsie. Is and listen, Nini, we normally trust too. So like she kind of, you know, she didn't necessarily need to hear the final. Like mm. She could have went ahead. Ooh, you're dragging our girl Nini? Absolutely. It is her birthday. Is it? Speaking of birthdays. Really? I didn't know that. Happy birthday, Yes, Nini. it is. She and I are going to get after it tonight in the Sherman Oaks. Oh, look at you. What suggestions do you have for us to go out tonight? I don't have any suggestions for you guys to do. Do you know why? Because we don't know anything. Yeah. We don't go anywhere. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you, last night I was texting with Nima Vand, and we had a conversation. At the end of the conversation, he ended it with bet, B-E-T. And then I questioned. You never heard that? It has a meaning that I didn't know it had. What does it mean? That just means the end of a conversation where you say, all right, tomorrow we're going to go to go shopping. All right, bet. Okay, so he must have picked that up in New York. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. He can't say that I'm not cool now because I didn't know, because I question marked it. Yeah, he's douchebaggy when it comes to his New Yorkness now. Like he thinks he's a douchebaggy. Yeah, he thinks he's. Yeah, I love Nima, but he thinks he's he thinks he's a New Yorker uh-huh. because he's lived there for a year. You no, know? he thinks he's a New Yorker because he is tight with Gary V. Oh, that too. That's, <laughs> that's his brother-in-law, his future brother-in-law. So yeah. he thinks that, you know. So, but Gary V is not from New York either. Jersey? No, I think he's from Chicago, I think. Some, mm. some, some shit like that. I, so I don't believe... Actually, you know what? He might be from New York because he, I know he was a Jet... He was a Jet fan. I he's thought a huge that, Jet fan, but I, I don't know. I don't think he's from New York for some reason. I think he's from somewhere else. Like Detroit? No, definitely not. Definitely. He was in the wine. His family was in the wine business. Yeah, that's how he made his mark. Yeah. So Nima, he definitely picked that up in New York. Oh, 100%. That's, and, a, that's a very New York saying. Like, I bet. Okay. So what he did to me, okay, not just like shamed me, but he was like, LOL, it means like, you know, all good or whatever you just said. And I was like, it's not like I don't know the fucking terms, okay? Yeah. And it's not like he does either. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't ask somebody, what does that mean? He just heard people say it, and now he says it, and he said, right. it's not hard to understand what it means when you hear it three times. You know what I mean? Right, when in people, context. Yes, so it's not that difficult, but Besides, now, he's, now he's making you feel like a dick because he probably yes. felt like a dick for a while because he was like, what does that mean? Bet. You know, like, <laughs> he you know, needed to like pay yeah, it forward. Yeah, the absolutely. Embarrassing. Well, they say the, the easiest and best way to teach people or to learn something is to actually teach it to someone else that's mm-hmm. when you know it yes. so he's like you know he knows what bet means because he was able to make you feel like a dick about it yeah and you know he he like definitely needs to 
you know, what, as you say, rub my eye or put my, his thumb rub, in my eye. Yeah, put his thumb in your eye. Yeah, because no one's ever going to outcool me. And it's definitely not going to be Nima. No, no, no. <laughs> and plus, I like know pretty much all the terms of in life. It's not going to get carried away. I mean, you definitely don't know. Test all me. The, you definitely don't know all the, the New York terms. I, okay, well, I enjoy learning those. Okay, good. Speaking of like teaching and learning from teaching, the agency has a book club and we're going to meet every other Thursday and we read like a few chapters of a book and then we come in and we talk about it. So one of my associates at the agency was talking about how she finds out when somebody comes in for her open house, obviously it's your job to know who are they? Are they a buyer? Are they a realtor? Do they have a realtor? Are they from the neighborhood looking? They just here for looking? the they're here for the free snacks. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like the character yes. from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No. I love you, man. There yes. you go. Look at you. Pulled that one out of your ass. I, I was. Sure I thought we'd be sitting here for forty-five minutes, <laughs> just rattling off titles. No. No. Well, look at that. He was you so must good. Have, you must have liked that movie because there's. The I only, did. Okay, there you go. And I love Rashida Jones. So this woman is really good at open houses. Okay, I'm gonna shout her out, Stephanie. We just basically sit and discuss our strong suits, and we share and exchange things that you think you know, but talking about it makes it stronger more top of mind, right? So it's a mastermind group, it sounds like. And that's always better when you have, you know, a few people in the same room that are all have the same goals, mm -hmm. but some of them have better, strong suits than others. Exactly. And you can learn from them. Exactly. It's, yeah. And I loved it because me at open houses, I'm not as strong as she is. Like for example, I've never been a naturally good at self-promotion. You know, I'm kind of like a little bit too low key when it comes to like self promotion. Well, because you're have a level of fame, so you don't necessarily have to self promote because you're already kind of promoted. You know what I mean? It comes across as a little douchebaggy. I have the same problem, and I'm not saying that you're right or I'm right, but I'm just saying that's where the that that instinct comes from. It's like really, I'm going to be grandiose and I'm going to try and put myself out there when people already kind of know who I am. You know, I don't want to come across as like that guy because I've seen other people in the same sphere that we're in sphere do that, and <laughs> I don't like that. It's like you, you know, take it down a notch. But well, you have to. You have to put in your business, your line of work. You have to put yourself out there. Um. Oh. 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 Last week we talked about Cooperstown, Tommy. I want you to I want you to take the wheel on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last week, for those that listened, we had a a really funny question. We had we we did our Q and A, and one of the questions was, I actually know the people, and they have a schools coming out, and they were trying to plan a family vacation. It's a dad and two kids, two sons. I think they're eight and six. They want to go to Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. The mother doesn't want to go there. She wants to go well, to Florida. Well, the question was, last week we got a question about where should we go to on vacation. No, they wanted to know how do you settle it because the yeah. kids wanted to go to Cooperstown with the dad and the mother didn't want to go there. She wanted to go to Florida. She still wants to go to Florida. For their f summer family vacation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we got a ton of responses. So people actually, it struck a nerve. But I just want to say that I, of all the responses, I think the best one that we got came from Irma, who's actually a dedicated listener, a day one dirty. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. She said, yeah, just let them go to Cooperstown, enjoy yourself, and she's going to go to Florida and hang out on a beach all week. 
That is funny, but she was joking, right? No, she was, that was her suggestion. I think that any woman who has the balls to do that is amazing. I kind of want my husband or kids with me, but I get it. Like, if it really came down to going two separate directions, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so what were the rest of the feedback that oh, you got? It, you know. Everyone was like, what the mixed. fuck? It was mixed. It really? Was really? It was really mixed down the line. And we had a lot of responses, but it was pretty much mixed down the line. Like, you know, I get it from both sides. You know, may, maybe to work it out. Or, you know, you do this one this year, and she gets to pick next year. And, you know. Right. There, that's a good one. There was a bunch of good suggestions. I just picked Irma's because I thought that was hilarious. I think that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. Attention small business owners. Have you heard about the Employee Retention Credit or ERC available through the IRS? It's a game changer. We've got great news for you. GetMyFunds.com is your go-to platform for accessing and maximizing the benefits of ERC. With GetMyFunds.com, you can easily navigate the complex process of claiming your ERC. No more headaches or confusion. Our user-friendly interface guides you through the steps, ensuring you to receive the maximum credit you're entitled to. It's like having a financial expert right at your fingertips. Say goodbye to the missed opportunities and hello to financial relief. Visit GetMyFunds.com today and unlock the power of the employee retention credit. Go to the Till the Dirt webpage, Till the Dirt podcast page, follow the link, answer the questions, and get down on the path to getting your money. Today is going to be a really fun episode because we're talking about something that was Tommy's idea that I always want to talk about. Love languages, discussing the process of identifying and understanding your love languages, and Tommy and I are going to share our experiences and our tips and our things and way how he and I have communicated in significant ways to each other. So you and I just hit our five-year anniversary. Yes. A couple of things. Marriage. Yes. And I mean, for me, it's very sweet how you're very romantic. Even if I don't provide that romance, you are that. You know, some men, they don't have a romantic bone in their body. This like topic of love language is really fun because It's putting a reminder in yourself to be the person that you want to see in your partner. And I like it when I listen to podcasts or any conversation anywhere. Like last week, like Dr. Laura was like, dating and marriage are not the same. And the big challenge is that once you're in a relationship with somebody long term, even like Tom and Ariana were, Ariana was saying like, when you are about your responsibilities on your day-to-day life and you have kids and you have jobs and you have stress and everything, it's hard to be able to nurture the romance because the romance is when you feel, it always feels like when you didn't have anything else to do and you could literally afford to lay around and just stare at each other all day. Yeah, I can only speak from my experience and I think that having a kid definitely throws a wrench into that, you know? Number well, one. Well, first I, off, I think we should cover what the love languages are. Okay. Because well, we keep saying it, and I don't I know think, if everybody knows what they are. Tommy, will you go over what the love languages? Well, according to, you know, most psychologists, the love languages, there are five different love languages. There's right. words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. 
Okay. They say that most people have two. Have two to three. Okay. So your favorite love languages, the two favorite that you like, is acts of service, which is like I got you a yoo-hoo because they had it at the thing, and the physical touch. Those are your favorite. No. I would say that physical touches and words of affirmation are my two. If I had to pick two and if I had to go to a third, then it would be acts of service. Receiving gifts don't matter to me and the quality time is not that big a deal for me. Quality time. Okay. So quality time is the top of mind. There you go. And I take it in the smallest doses. Do you, did you know that that was my favorite one? If you wanted me to guess, I would say yes. Quality time is yours and physical touch would be your second. Mm, I like words of affirmation, but I don't know. You don't respond to to words of affirmation. You don't respond to words of affirmation. That's the other part too. Like, you don't even give a shit about the other ones. You know what I mean? Like, you don't care about gift giving, you know, and you don't care about words of affirmation, and you're not a big fan of uh, acts, acts of, of service. service. It's kind of expected because we live together. What is an act of service that no, just toilet, like, toilet paper and batteries, paper no, towels? No, just like you said, like on the way home, I'll call and say, do you want me to get you anything? Okay. Yeah, you don't. Well, acts of service would be like, I did your laundry. That too. Yes. I did your laundry. I, you know, folded your clothes or I did something for shams that maybe you normally do to take the pressure off you. Oh, like unrearrange the sock drawer that I work so hard to make perfect. Or just, you know, the fact that I folded his laundry to begin with, instead of being, you didn't fold it like I like it to fold it. Correct. You just be grateful for the fact that I folded it. Absolutely not. Let me, let me just say when you fold the laundry, I guess that's good, but I also have to like redo it and put it back the right way so that you can see the clothes. That's on you. Even the socks? Yeah. Again, if if otherwise it doesn't get done, it's not like you were coming up behind okay. me to do it. All right, I'll give that to you. Yeah. At least it's not a dirty sock yeah. in the hamper. Yes. It is a clean sock in the wrong place, but clean. Wrong is subjective. Just because you say that it's wrong no. doesn't mean it's wrong. It's no, wrong. you and I it's were wrong there for you. Except for the sock drawer is a perfect okay. example because okay. you were like, no, oh you my t- God, the sock drawer is a mess. Yeah, because we're yes. going to have to stay home for Christmas and figure out this sock drawer. Let's not get nuts. And I, I spent- said that, that he's four and he has like half the socks in the drawer for when he was a baby. Sure. So we don't need them. That's, okay. That was my point. And you've also told me many a time when I folded clothes that you don't like the way I fold them and I fold them wrong. So therefore it was a, like I, I wasted time. Again, that's subjective. That's because you fold your way and I fold my way. doesn't mean one's wrong, one's right. As long as they're getting folded and they're back in the drawer. No. Okay. So when it comes to the socks... Again, fuck, fuck the socks. Hold on. Enough with the socks. No, I'm saying yeah. fold the t-shirts and the pants and everything as you wish, which is the wrong way. But with the socks, doesn't take a lot to put one sock inside the other. Great. That's a blatant disregard for me. Yeah, blatant. <laughs> You're right. It's an intentional F you. Yes. And yes. I feel that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we've defined our love languages of every what the five are. Yes. And you should probably identify, get with your partner and know what each other's love language is in the first place. And if you just listened to us, it was a little hard for us to break down and understand what exactly they are. What it's, so, Like you really should take some time 
to figure out what yours are. Find out what the differences are and find out what yours actually are so that you could better help yourself, help your partner, and maybe save yourself some aggravation and save yourself some fights. I think having a reminder of your love language, like when people post it, put post-its on their like bathroom mirror or like somewhere in the kitchen, it would be cute because it maybe makes each other mindful. Cause like some days I'll remember to leave you a note. It's not that often, but like if I write a note and leave it for you next to your shaver, you know, or on your desk, I feel like you would like that. Yeah, sure. Those are words of affirmation. Absolutely. So then when you talk about like identifying and understanding each other's love languages, should we do like an anecdote of something that we've done for each other this week that we thought was nice? Sure. I feel like when you cook for us, that's a big way of you trying to take care of me and Shams. And, you know, obviously you're- Well, it, it's you more than anyone because he doesn't really eat what I cook. But I definitely, when I cook, it's not for just for me. Half the time when you cook and you're done, you don't even want to eat right away because you just cooked. It's definitely- for your, like, when I cook for your mother, that's for you. When I go out of my way to make sure when Vita's here that I make something nice for her, it's not to be nice to Vita, it's to be nice to your mother. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you just, okay. I thought you were doing it for her. No, again, it's for her, you know, but I'm nice to her because of you. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm nice to people because of the people. Well, Even if they're people through you. Yeah, but your mother could be, you know... Your mother could be, in, she's, she's an exception to a, like being nice to Terry Maguire comes naturally to fucking anybody, right? Sometimes Vita's a pain in the ass. I think we like where you ready to kill her. So I'll do. Well, she's not married to us. So let's stay on track. Now you, it's your turn to give me one. I acknowledge that you cooking for us is you expressing love to me. What's one yeah. that I do for you on a regular basis? I don't know if you do it on a regular basis, but I appreciate <laughs> when you check in to see if I need or want anything before you come home. Okay. That, That's cool. Yeah. Definitely started making an effort to do that because I didn't think I did that before, before. Well, you didn't. But I. But again, that's my love language. I do that all the time. You might not give a shit that I do that. For me, that's important. So it doesn't necessarily... You, what I do for you doesn't necessarily have to be... Okay, same. one love language that I need to work on for my husband is physical touch. I should probably... You and I would be able to like lay down either in the middle of the day or in the morning time or on a weekend time when I'm around so that we have that because at the end of the night we fall asleep different times. We have a different before bed routine. We're not together before bed on the weeknights. Yeah. I, you know, I'm usually asleep by the time you come to bed. Which is a consistent thing. I mean, except for weekends, we could change that. So what's one area that you would like to improve on a love language expression toward me, your wife. Well, I know that you like the quality time. So I give you every Saturdays, they're yours. But at the same point in time, if there's no plan for it, you're not good at that. So then we don't wind up doing anything. And then you get resentful for it towards me because mm-hmm. it's like we didn't 100%. do anything. 100%. And meanwhile, it's like we're still here together all day. So to me, it's I, I don't see the difference between that and quality time if we're both here all day. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that that's... Thank you. I'm saying that I don't see the difference. Okay. So I could work on having plans okay. for that day. 
as okay. opposed to just saying whatever you want to do, because I'm open. Whatever you want to do, we can do. That's true. But if you don't have a plan, then I'm not going to, you know, I'm not languish. Gonna- languish is the word, right? We'll yeah. kind of just like one thing I think we should do is just like when Shams's baseball started at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings, we were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Because like by 10 o'clock, I feel like we've gotten a lot done. We've both worked out. He's been in class. We can go to breakfast. We can look at our clock and it's like, oh, it's only 11 a.m. We have the whole day ahead of us. So then if we're, you know, sloth for the rest of the day, it's like we already got it in. So I do. Well, Sundays are my day. Not my day, but I'm not going to do anything on Sunday. I'm going to watch the Met game. And when baseball and football starts, I'm watching football all day. So, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that. But on a Saturday, yeah, I'm open to do whatever you want to do. But if, if let's say. I worked on Saturdays and Sundays had to be our day. You could still get your full Sunday because football starts at 10, 15. And And it's all day. All right. So one thing I have for people listening is please, if you're a guy listening, ask your wife about her week. What does she want to do? What does she have going on? Offer, initiate to like, just do something nice. Like, hey. How are you feeling? Do you want to go somewhere this weekend? What do you want to do? Like that to me is a great way to initiate. Yeah, but again, that's that's your love language. Tips. I think that you need to find out. I need if, if, Men- if you're speaking to the same guys. I think the guy needs to ask her. So I we're listening to this pod. What's your love languages? If you if I had to give you know so initiate the conversation. Yeah. All in all, I think we made some great points about identifying the love languages, initiating the conversation with your partner. But you know what, guys? Let us know what y'all are thinking, what y'all are dealing with. Slide into the DMs of the Till the Dirt page. And uh, the, only, uh, the only button that I'll put on that is it's one thing to listen to what they're saying. It's another thing to really hear them. If he's saying or she's saying that they their love language is a particular thing, find out what that thing is. Don't you leave it up to your interpretation of what that is because it might not be the same thing as yeah, what you they're ask looking them. for. You ask them to be specific. Well, next episode, we are having Nima Vand on. He doesn't know this, but I plan to press him hard for some stuff that... Uh, you know, and I know, and I know that you know, and does everybody else know? Because y'all need to know. Um, I did want to say for everyone who is tuning into Reality Wife, Happy Life, shout out to Alex Wilson and Samaj. You guys, the audio in the beginning episode was not the best. Um, we got the feedback. The music was, you know, like we're working when we're not, we don't get to have Nini um, at this time on those episodes. Hopefully in the future we could change that, but we're working out the kinks. Bear with us. And if you guys want to listen to the reality recaps, um, you can go there for it. Yeah. And June 1st will be coming while before we do our next episode. So, you know, the books will start going out for the kids for June. I don't think I'm going to be able to do a classroom this month just because school's ending. I don't think the kids are going to be in school, so I don't know if it's necessarily worth it. But anybody that wants to donate books, feel free to send them. And like I said, my journal will be coming out. Uh, it's been a passion project, so, you know, if you guys want to pick it up, I'd appreciate it. And I think it'd be a good gift, and I think it's, you know, it'd be good for other parents out there. It's a it's a cool thought, and going back to love languages and gift-giving, to me, it's always about the thought that counts. Um, And that's 
signing off with the closing remark, so maybe you should laugh. <laughs> That's not a laugh. No. Say something funny. Uh, we'll see you next week. No. So if y'all don't know what time it is, you better ask somebody. Check your clocks. <laughs> Check your watch. I'm so funny. Hilarious. The canon is hilarious. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Ma? Dad! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.